But I wanted to shift gears a little bit from the indices and uh, talk a little bit about what's going on in some of the currencies and financial markets. Our first guest this morning, Matt Weller, joins us, the global head of research at Forex.com and City Next. Matt, good to have you back. Uh, last time we spoke, we talked about the significance of the CPI data this week. Uh, what are the inflation implications on the U.S. dollar now after the higher than expected reading Tuesday? Yeah, so I think that number surprised just about everyone and, and was above any uh, forecast that major uh, banks had put out. But for me, I'm not sure it changes too much in the okay. short term. The market has put the potential for a 100 basis point or 1.0% interest rate hike on the table from the Federal Reserve in next week's meeting. I think that's a little bit of a long shot. I think the bigger implications for Fed policy is that this number means the Fed will be raising interest rates by 50 or 25 basis points throughout the fourth quarter and into the first quarter of next year. So what it's really done is uh, rather than impacting the near-term trajectory of rates, it suggested that the Fed might have to raise interest rates for longer, leading to a terminal rate in the 425 to 4.5% region around the second quarter of next year. So uh, certainly it's something that has big implications for the U.S. dollar, but because it plays out over the course of uh, several months or even a couple of quarters, uh, I think it'll be very important to watch the ongoing data. For instance, if the next CPI report drops, uh, more than expected, uh, that would further cement the expectation that, that we have seen peak inflation. Maybe it's not declining as much as the market thought uh, last week at this time, but it's still headed in that same direction, which, uh, which could cause the Fed to ease up as we move through this year. Along those lines, it seems like the Fed's pretty clear in terms of it takes a little while for those levers that they're pulling and uh, pushing ultimately the buttons to actually kind of uh, take effect here and the implications or the uh, ripple effect to be felt. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how significant is the retail sales data that we're going to get at the bottom of the hour. Certainly not on the tier of the CPI report that we saw, but it, it should provide good insight into the U.S. consumer. A couple factors that I'll be watching in this report would be the big decline that we saw in gas prices. Mm -hmm. Those are included on the headline uh, CPI report, but uh, so, so all else equal, a decline in gas prices means there'll be less retail sales. But I think it's likely that consumers just used those savings at the pump and redirected them elsewhere. So we'll be watching to see uh, which sectors, which areas see that pickup when uh, consumers are saving money on gas. And the other factor I'm watching is uh, the the back to school mm -hmm. season that that includes August and, and for which this data will cover. A year ago, we were mostly back to normal, I would say, when it comes to a back-to-school season, but maybe uh, certain parents held their kids out of school just uh, on uh, continued fears around the pandemic. I think by now we're about as back to normal as we'll ever get. So that might be a, a minor tailwind if uh, if little Susie uh, didn't get a new backpack because she was getting homeschooled last year, but she is this year. Um, so that's going to be another factor worth watching. A month ago, AAA was reporting the national average for a gallon of gas at 3.95. Today, it looks like at 3.69. So, Susie, uh, you've got a chance. Uh, keep hoping here because uh, your parents are paying less at the pumps at this point. Let's talk a little bit about um, uh, in, in terms of this. I wanted to get your thoughts. Retail sales, you got jobless. 
uh, for the most part, if we do see strong numbers here, uh, is I mean, anything that sends the indices lower, right, anything that favors kind of higher rates ultimately seems to kind of favor the U.S. dollar. It's been this real, uh, in many ways, the staple safe haven type uh, play in addition to everything else that we have uh, and ultimately rates related to, you know, to the upside. That's also supportive of the greenback here as well. So uh, this narrative or this trend we've seen, the narrative behind it is still kind of in play. Absolutely. And I think it it's something that has global implications if okay. the Fed is forced to raise interest rates more aggressively than uh, traders had thought. That's going to increase the funding pressure on uh, other currencies that have dollar denominated debt. It's going to increase the likelihood that the global economy falls into a recession next year. Um, and as a result, that's why we're seeing all this dollar buying, because it still is at the end of the day, the world's reserve currency and, and where traders go when they're concerned about the economic outlook. So it, it's a bit um, counterintuitive, I think, for, for newer traders to understand that uh, even if the Fed might be pushing us closer to a recession, they remain uh, very determined to defeat inflation. And I think that that credibility of the Fed and the fact that the U.S. economy is on a better footing than many others, better able to withstand a potential recession is why we're seeing that bid in the dollar and frankly, why I don't see it ending anytime soon. Well, Matt, to that point, I mean, even this week, uh, some choice words from the BOJ, I think it was they uh, far from a more aggressive kind of a actual intervention, but a verbal intervention in many ways. They said basically the BOJ said they, they had checked prices, I think uh, it was kind of the phrase was coined as. So, I, I mean, an interesting step even in that direction. Yeah, uh, when I was on last week, you compared it to a, a parent trying to control mm -hmm. their toddler and counting to three. Uh, this, for me, is the the two point nine 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 seconds yeah. repeating yeah. Uh, example where where the BOJ is saying, "Hey, this is this is the last step before we can intervene in the market." Being the toddler is sort of uh, calling their bluff. I have a, a toddler of my own, and I know how uh, uh, they can really do that. So uh, we'll see what happens here. But I don't think the fact that the that was sort of the last straw in the cap for the BOJ. Before before they actually have to walk the walk. And I don't think they want to do that. I think the market is going to, to push dollar yen higher, uh, just given the, the sharp divergence in monetary policy. Uh, here you can see the futures chart, the yen headed lower. And uh, again, I don't think the BOJ can stop it without taking action. I don't think they want to take action. So uh, we'll see if that makes a difference. It, it provides some temporary relief yesterday, but I'm pretty skeptical that it, it'll be, mark a long-term bottom in the yen. Temporary relief along the lines of that, we all know talk is cheap. Ultimately, it will be uh, key to watch how price responds over the longer term, to your point. Uh, lastly, I wanted to get your thoughts. Any other pairs that you're watching that uh, we should be keeping an eye on here, Matt? Uh, certainly, the pound is in play. The, the British pound, um, we, we'll see the Bank of England meet. Uh, next week on Thursday, that was, of course, supposed to be today, but was delayed for the Queen's passing. Uh, the reason why that one's so interesting is because, because now it comes a day after the Federal Reserve meeting, where we'll get an update on how Jerome Powell and company see the U.S. economy evolving. And there's some ambiguity about what the Bank of England might do. Mm -hmm. The pricing I saw right before I hopped on here was about a 68% chance of a 75 basis okay. point increase from the Bank of England, and therefore a 32% chance of just a 50 basis point increase. Anytime you see that uh, divergence in expectations, somebody is going to be wrong. So uh, that's where those traders may have to quickly readjust their positions. And I expect to see uh, some volatility in the pound in the lead up to that release uh, next week and certainly in the aftermath.
Okay, ultimately the ripple effect there being felt in the U.S. dollar, the tail wagging the dog in this instance. Uh, lots to focus on here with rates. Uh, the indices coming off a bit here as of recent as well. And uh, again, it looks like uh, Europe will be uh, definitely uh, in the crosshairs next week as well. Matt, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us and giving us part of your Thursday morning. Matt Wellers, the global head of research at Forex.com and City Index.